For I am crucified with Christ And yet I live Embrace the cross Where Jesus Welcome to Crossbound Ministries where we are bringing the gospel of Jesus Christ to the world, encouraging Christians and pointing sinners to the cross. Will you please pray about supporting our broadcast and ministry that gives us the ability to spread God's word. You can get involved by going to crossboundministry.com. Please welcome our preacher, Mike Sadler, as he brings us an important message from God's word. Embrace the love the cross requires cling to the one. Amen. Open your Bibles with me to John chapter 15. John chapter 15, we're going to start in verse number one. Verse number one, we're going to dive into God's word and pull out some nuggets of gold that we can apply to our lives. Amen. So John chapter one and verse 15, the Bible says, I am the true vine and my father is is the husbandman in the old testament the nation of israel was depicted as the vine planted by jehovah but the nation proved unfaithful and unfruitful so the lord jesus now presented himself i am the true vine god the father is the vine dresser and it's very very interesting that the lord uses a vine as what to compare us to and himself to and i'll talk about that more in a minute next verse says john chapter 15 verse 2 every branch in me that beareth not fruit he taketh away and every branch that beareth fruit he purgeth it that it may bring forth more fruit there's some different opinions about what this this is meant by the branch in him uh, some think it's somebody a false professor, kind of like Judas was. He said he was a Christian. He said he was a believer, but he was not. They just are a pretender, if you will. They're just playing church. They're just playing Christian. I'm Christian in name and title only, but my life does not reflect it. Others think it's a true Christian who loses his salvation and failure to to. A bear fruit, but this is clearly impossible. It's an impossible because it contradicts all the other passages in the Bible where the believer has eternal security. When your name is written down in the Lamb's book of life, when you're born again, it will never come out of that book. The Bible says that you are sealed on the day of redemption, that no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. There is none greater than my Father. You are not going to lose your salvation. So I don't believe that's what this verse is talking about. But Others think it's a true Christian who becomes a backslider, which I tend to agree with. I do. He gets away from the Lord or she gets away from the Lord and becomes interested in those worldly things. Is it hard? No, sir. No, ma'am. It is not. There are so many shiny things out there with shiny rims and shiny watches and necklaces and all these titles and all these big homes and houses. It is not hard to get drawn into those things. Listen. 
there are some very, very smart people who can make a 30-second commercial and make you feel that if I buy that, I will feel special. I'll feel like I'm somebody, and people will know that I'm somebody, and it will create that feeling in you that I need to buy that so that I can have that feeling. But it is a false illusion. It is. And so there's some very smart people behind that. And the devil is very crafty. He most certainly is. And he knows, he knows hanging that shiny lure out there can distract you from the true work of God. And if he can get you chasing those things, see, then you're not working for the Lord. So a person can become distracted and interested in the things of this world. And that person fails to manifest the fruit of the Spirit Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Hey, amen. Listen to me. Every one of those things cannot be bought with money or power or position. Every one of those, love, true joy, true peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, Every single one of those, you cannot, nobody can give it to you. You can't buy it. You can't steal it. It only comes from the Lord when you're manifesting the fruit of the Spirit, when you're walking with Him, when you're in fellowship with Him. He gives you His joy, and it's His peace. It's not your peace. It's His peace that He gives to you. Why? Because you are walking in fellowship with Him. That's why. And so, where it says taken away in that verse. I'm read that verse again. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. That taken away, it could very well refer to physical death. Once a, a, a Christian, they you belong to the Lord. Do you really think the Lord's going to let you go deep and far into sin and there never be any consequences for it? No, sir, no, ma'am. Even our law today, man's law, has consequences. Now, God is much more long-suffering than man's law. God will give you the chance to turn it around, to turn yourself around, to repent. But listen to me, you can go so far that you are not going to bear any more fruit for the Lord, and he knows that. I don't know what when it is. Maybe you don't even know yourself, but the Lord knows. He knows it all. And so he can take that branch away. Why? Because you are no longer, you have went so far, you have backslid so far that you are not going to do anything for the Lord, and the Lord knows it, and he takes it away. Why in the world would a farmer let a vine grow and grow and grow and grow and it never produces anything? He is not. It is useless to him. It is taking up valuable space and resources. No, he's going to cut it off and cast it into the garbage. Now, that's not what God's going to do with a Christian, but he is going to cut it off. Why? Because you are not bringing forth any fruit even even you as an owner if you have a plant in your yard you take pride hey if you have an orange tree or an apple tree and it brings forth a lot of fruit it brings you joy it brings you happiness you look at it and go wow look at all that good fruit listen to me it so pleases the lord when he looks down and he sees his people producing fruit for him amen he takes much joy in that and so I believe this verse 
is talking to Christians because in reference, in context, this context and this chapter is to Christians, is to born again. Now listen what the last part says. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Okay, how does he purge it to bring forth more fruit? Well, what will a, a vine dresser do? Well, he'll go out there and those there's vines growing everywhere and they're growing wild and they're all over the place. What does he do? He gets out his trimmers and he starts trimming it back. Why? Because it'll make it grow stronger and bigger and the roots will go deeper and it'll produce more fruit. Can I just tell you what God will do to you? He'll trim you back. He may cut something off in your life. He'll cut some pride off in your life. He'll, he'll, cut, he'll cut something off to let you know that you're not in control, that you don't really have the power, that you really do need to rely on him. And you know what that's going to do? It's going to bring forth more fruit in your life for you know for God's glory. And he purgeth it. So how does he purge it? A lot of times it's with trials and hurts and pains. Hey, there's something about a trial that will draw you close to God. You remember when the disciples were in the ship and they were in the storm? What did they do? They went after Jesus. They went down there where he was at. They went after him. They wanted to talk to him. What do you do in a trial and a storm? Hey, you go after Jesus. You want to sit down. You want to talk to him. I need some help. I want to be close to you. Absolutely. He purgeth it with trials and with his word by the washing of the water of the word. It purges those things in your life and you start to see sin for what it really is. And you say, I don't want that. I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to say that anymore. I don't want to act like that anymore. No, sir. And that's, that's what is it doing? It is purging you that you may bring forth more fruit. And it is a process. You see, getting saved, salvation is immediate, but sanctification takes time, and it's a lifetime, amen? We are all going the same way. Some may be at a certain spot in their walk with the Lord, and others may be further, but we are all growing in the Lord. You will never outgrow that uh, sanctification process. It is a continual thing. The only way you're going to outgrow it is when you die and you wake up in heaven and you're with the Lord Jesus Christ. As long as we're in this body, in this flesh, we will have trouble. Amen. But listen, when you trust in the Lord and you give it to him and you allow him to purge you and to trim off those vines, oh my, how much fruit you will bring forth. And not only is it pleasing to the Lord, it is good for you. Now we don't like it and it hurts and say, Lord, I, why do I got to go through this? And why does this got to happen? But the Lord says, if you'll just trust me, it'll bring forth more fruit and those around you will see what you're going through. And when you can say glory to God, no matter what, I trust him. Hey, you're bringing forth fruit and that is pleasing to God. Not only that, it is pleasing to your family your families are watching you and you say but i'm 89 i can't hardly get out of the house and i can't hardly do nothing you listen to me your testimony is the most powerful thing that you have and your family is watching and they are going to watch till you take your last breath and if you're that age you're most likely the patriarch of the family you set the example you set the tone for your family make sure that you're allowing god to purge you that you can bring forth fruit why so that your family can see it your family can enjoy it amen just the same as they were to come over to your house and you got an apple tree and you say go ahead kids get some of that listen your life 
Your life is so powerful that you can't even imagine what your testimony does for your family. Even after you're you're long gone, they'll know that, hey, sister and grandma and grandpa and brother so-and-so, hey, they trusted God. They had an awesome testimony. They put their faith in the Lord and God blessed them for it. Amen. Make sure you're allowing God to do that in your life. The next verse, John chapter 15, the verse number three. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. The cleansing agent is the word of the Lord, the word of God, the Bible. Amen. It can clean where sanitation and bleach cannot go. It can go down to the soul and to the heart, to the bone and to the marrow, the Bible says. So now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. The disciples had originally were cleansed by the word at the time they actually talked with Jesus. Now, we're not talking with Jesus. In our heart, we do. But he gives us his word. Just as, as the Savior had been talking to them, his word had a purifying effect on their life. I believe this verse is referring to justification and sanctification. Now, as we said, justification, salvation is immediate. It happens right away, just like that. The moment you repent of your sins, put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. But sanctification is a process. It takes time as you grow in the Lord. Like the Bible says, as a newborn Christian, they desire milk, the milk of the word. But those that are seasoned, those that are, that are older, those that have grown in the Lord, they want meat. They want the stronger things of the Lord. And that comes with growing and sanctification. Amen? Next verse, verse number four. Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye, except ye abide in me. To abide just simply means to stay where you're at, to stay where God has planted you. And sometimes that, that takes growth, that takes the sanctification process it has in my life and realize that, hey, just stay where you're at, keep your feet planted, grow in the Lord, hey, and he will grow you, he will prosper you, not for you for your benefit, no sir, no ma'am, but for his that you may bring forth his fruit, amen? And so the Christian has been placed in Christ, and that is his position. So in your daily walk, you should stay in intimate fellowship with the Lord. A branch abides in a vine by drawing all of its life and nourishment from that vine. Just like you're going to abide in the Lord, you're going to draw your life and your nourishment from the Lord, from his word, from your daily walk with him. So we abide in Christ by sending by spending time in prayer, reading, obeying his word, fellowshipping with his people, and continually being in a close relationship with him. Amen. By doing so, we are conscious of his abiding in us and supplying us with spiritual strength and resources because you do not have it in and of yourself. You must rely on the Lord. Just like, just like a branch relies on that vine. It can't do anything of itself, but it needs all its power, all its resources, all its life. All the fruit must come through that into it. 
The only way you can bear the fruit of Christ-like character is by living in touch with Christ and allowing him to let it flow through you. Because you and yourself, me and myself, I do not have it. But when I put my pride aside, I can allow God's character and love to flow through me to other people, to my family, to other church members, to people at work, to people at the grocery store. Amen. It's been said many times like a piece of conduit that power flows through. That's what you are. You're just the conduit, but you have got to allow God to use you by drawing close to him and getting sin out of your life. Verse number five, I am the vine. Ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. Nothing. He says, I'm the vine, you're the branches. And he that abideth in me bringeth forth much fruit. Can I ask you, where are you abiding today? Where, where, who are you close with? Who are you walking with? Who do you look to? Where do you draw your life and power from? Christ himself is the vine, and believers are the vine branches. It's not a question of the branch living its life for the vine, but simply of letting the life of the vine flow through the branches. Will you let the power of God flow through you by sanctifying yourself, by cleansing yourself, by getting sin out of your life, that the power of God may flow through you and that he can give you the fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, happiness? Who doesn't want that? I want that, amen. Do I have it every day? No, sir, no, ma'am. Let's be real. Sometimes it's a real struggle. Sometimes you go, Lord, why am I going through this? Why is this happening? But listen to me. God is in control. He is in control of the time that your trial starts, the intensity of your trial, and when your trial stops. Amen. God is in control. And many times, many times in my own life, and I promise in your life, we want it to stop long before God says, hey, the work has got to be done to conform you to the image of Christ. You say, Lord, I don't want no more of this. And we start praying them bail me out prayers. Just get me out, Lord. Lord, just get me out. Just get me out of this. And Lord said, listen, if you'll just turn that, that focus inward and make those changes that you need to change, hey, like maybe getting rid of some pride, maybe asking for forgiveness, maybe apologizing, whatever it may be. But God is doing something in your life. It would be better to pray this. Lord Jesus, live out your life through me. Let your power flow through me to other people. Amen? Because what's about, what does the verse say? Without Christ, we can do what? Nothing. Nothing. That is a powerful statement. Nothing. You mean all those things? I go to church. I put offering money in the plate. I do this. I give this. I give my time. I do this. But listen, if you're not abiding against Christ, it's not from Christ. Because he said without Christ, we, me and you can do what? Nothing, the Bible says. A vine branch has one great purpose. What is it? It's to bear fruit. That is so interesting. And you remember what I said? That is, it is so unique. It is very on purpose that the Lord Jesus picked this as an example of vine. A vine branch has one great purpose, and that is to bear fruit. You see, it's useless for making furniture or building homes or plywood or splitting for firewood. It's good for none of that. The only thing it's good for is for fruit bearing. And it, it's interesting. 
And it's amazing that he refers us to that same thing. That's what we're here for, to bear the fruit of God. Amen? It's not to build big houses and big names, big positions. No, it's to bear the fruit of God, to love God, to have a relationship with him. You see, God, God didn't make a way. He didn't even make a way for the angels that fell from heaven and became demons and devils to, for them to redeem themselves. They have no way. But he loved me and you enough that he made a way through his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, that we could be what? We could be have fellowship. We could have salvation through the Lord Jesus Christ. Did you know that the Bible says that the angels marvel at our salvation? They are amazed by it. Why? Because a peace of God moves in you when you get saved. The Holy Spirit takes up residence in your heart. Now you think about that. Isn't that amazing that even the angels marvel at your salvation? Amen. And we look at angels and we go, Ooh, look, it's an angel. Now you can't see him with your eyes, but you can see him in the word of God. You can see him in the Bible. But the Bible says that even they are amazed by our salvation. So how much does God love you? How much does he want, forth, want you to bring forth fruit? Amen. He loves you that much. Will you have a close relationship with him? Because it's all up to you and up to me. God is the same yesterday. He's the same today. And he's going to be the same tomorrow. And he's the same forever. It's us that changes. It's us that has a bad day or gets in a bad mood or gets bitter or gets mad or gets this or gets that. God never changes. Praise the Lord for that. You know, that's how you build trust with somebody. They, they never change. You always know they're going to be like this when you go to them and talk to them. Hey, God's always going to be like that when you go to him and talk to him. He will never change, and his word will never change. The Bible says, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall endure forever. Amen? No matter what, I can open my Bible, and I can get a hold of God, and I can talk to God, and I can see what he has for my life and what I need to do with my life. Thank God for that, and he wants you to bring forth fruit, and that's why he chose to use that analogy as a vine because that's what we are good for. We are good for to bring forth fruit for him. Amen. Verse number six, John chapter 15, verse number six. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered and men gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burned. Well, that's a powerful verse, isn't it? He says, if you abide not in me, you're not going to bring forth fruit. You're going to wither up. People are going to gather you up and cast you into the fire and you're going to be burned. So this, this verse has caused much difference of opinion and much, much dispute, I, I could say. But I believe it's talking about a born-again Christian. I do believe that has fell off in sin and fell deep in sin. And they are living for themselves. And they are doing nothing for the Lord. And they have went far from the Lord. And they got, their life is covered up in sin. And their spiritual life is withered up. And hey, what, what happens? People start talking about them. Man, they've gone so far. They're so deep in sin. You can't do nothing with them anymore. You can't even talk to them anymore. They won't listen to you. You can pray for them, but that's all you can do. And I believe, well, that's what it's talking about. And they cast them out. Hey, they're not the person that's that far gone from the Lord. They're certainly not going to be in church. They're certainly not going to read their Bible. Why? Because it's nothing but conviction. Have you heard that saying about the Bible that this book will keep you from sin? Or sin will keep you from this book. There is a lot 
of truth to that. Why? Because when you open the Bible, it's like looking in the mirror. It shows you what you really are and how God truly sees you and the things that you need to fix in your life. Amen? And so I believe that's what it's talking about in this verse. A Christian that's gone so far, so deep in sin. Amen? Where are you at today? Make sure you're right with the Lord. Repent of your sins and put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray you have been blessed by today's message. If you have been saved or are in need of a prayer, please contact us at 352-247-9200. That's 352-247-9200. Thank you for tuning in to Crossbound Ministries radio broadcast. Will you please pray about supporting our ministry and broadcast? You can go to crossboundministry.com or send your support or a gift to P.O. Box 7, Inverness, Florida, 34451. That's P.O. Box 7, Inverness, Florida, 34451. For a gift of $10 or more, we will send you a booklet. Please pray for us as our ministry and radio broadcast grows. Tune in every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. to hear a message from our preacher, Mike Sadler. You can follow Crossbound Ministry on Facebook, YouTube, and visit us on the web at crossboundministry.com. If you are a pregnant woman in need of help, there is hope. You can reach out to the Citrus Pregnancy Center. There are locations in Inverness and in Crystal River. Their phone number is 352-341-5176. That's 352-341-5176. This broadcast has been sponsored in part by Henley's Grading Incorporated for all your land clearing and hauling needs. Located in Hernando, Florida, 352-897-3507. That's 352-897-3507. This program is sponsored by Crossbound Ministry of Inverness, Florida.